Circuit bending. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a friend who got into circuit bending that is the first person that got me interested in this. Mm -hmm. And then I worked on a show, um, uh, the robot opera, it's called Death and the Powers came out at MIT Media Lab, mm -hmm. and I worked on that as the associate lighting designer, and I met the two people who were creating all the interactive stuff, and they're the people I'm making this project with. Nice. So we were just taught, you know, we did the show like a bunch of times and talked and talked and talked, you know, cause like they were assisting their head creative person. I'm assisting my head creative person. So here we all, the, the underdogs, <laughs> complaining about how the top dogs, well, I would do this differently and I would do that differently. So after like the fifth time of putting that show up, we were like, hey, let's actually do something different. That's awesome. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, it's called Ipomoea. It's a kind of night blooming flower. And what we were interested in, in um, from the very beginning was creating a garden, but not the kind of garden that you expect it to be. A garden made of uh, man-made materials or man-mediated materials. So nothing in its natural form. Everything had had the touch of, um, uh, of control on it. Uh, I'm Rebecca Makus. I'm an associate professor at Kennesaw State University. I am the uh, Maybe, I can't remember, this one is either Project Lead or Lead Investigator. Those are really hollow titles. It's a collaboration between myself, Dr. Ellie Jessup, who works at Google. She's a Google, Google Experience Engineer. And Dr. Peter Torpe, who is now a freelance media artist in Boston. Both of them graduated from MIT Media Lab with their PhDs. So there's 10 shipping pallets, 10 grass modules. And so they'll be seeing those, and they're set up in a particular array. I don't want to talk too much about what the technology is going to be, because every time we do it, every time we remount it or do something, we try and up the level of the technology. So we set a really high standard for ourselves, and then we get as far towards that as we can. The last time, what happened was when you moved around the space, different lights would turn on depending on where you were in the space. And if you, when you touched each, each grass module, um, you would hear a sound or um, a certain uh, kind of lighting response. There's LEDs inside the grass. And so depending on what you would do, they would have a different response. So if you just moved your hand through, one thing would happen. If you really shook it, another thing would happen. So um, that was our very first baby step. And now we're taking our next step. But I don't want to. I don't want to say too much because, you know. <laughs> uh, well, today I led a soldering workshop um, with my student assistant um, Adam Fernandez. Basically, we taught people the very beginnings of how to solder. So we taught two different styles of soldering. And then I also had everybody do a simple Arduino project, so they had them solder an LED light to a battery and then had them create a blinky light, which is you solder an LED and then you put it into an Arduino and put some programming into the Arduino and the light blinks. It was a very simple Arduino project and then we hooked up a simple sensor to that, a motion sensor, so that when the motion sensor saw movement, it would tell the light to turn on. So it's like some very simple beginning steps, but it's something you can really build on. Right now, the, I think you feel like the bulk of the people who are playing with this technology are not artists. 
And so and artists are uniquely situated to explore the boundaries of what this technology can do and how it can fit into our lives and how we can understand it as, as an aesthetic object, as a, a certain action. We're uniquely situated to understand that. Um, but again, yeah, I think people are really daunted and feel like they can't understand the technology when... I am saying as an artist and not an engineer that you can totally understand it. And it's just to take the first couple steps and then you'll start running. It's amazing. We are in a concrete jungle. We're in a gym tucked away on Broad Street in Mitchell. It is an empty, burned down, carved in space. Weeds the size of trees, concrete that is broken, um, broken up because there's roots trying to, to grow. And there are critters that have graciously left the building so we can perform and have an audience uh, comfortable in this uh, really cool concrete jungle. I am T. Lang, Artistic Director of T. Lang Dance, um, as well as a professor of dance at Spelman College in the Department of Drama and Dance. Um, I'm here down on Broad Street in Mitchell, preparing for a performance for Creative Loafing's Best of Atlanta 2015. Uh, we are doing a collaboration, T. Lang Dance is doing a collaboration with Rebecca Makis as well as musicians from Flight of Swallows. The sculpture that will be inside of this space, it's, going, it's just going to light it up. So her grass installation has um, these ropes and yarn um, uh, attached to LED lights that trigger with motion sound and lights. The work that we're doing is called Lit, so as the dancers are moving through the space, the sound and the lights are, are um, activated. And um, they're like these hanging chandeliers flowing in space, lighting up this empty, abandoned um, concrete jungle. Uh, we're performing Lit, variation number nine. So Lit is a, another iteration um, of Post Up. Post Up is a, a, a trilogy that I've been working on since 2014. And um, it is the, the call, the, the moment where you receive a letter from your loved one, giving you longitude and latitude, um, detailed directions of where to find each other, where to connect, and that sense of um, joy and release and knowing that all your prayers and your spells and your um, desires have been met to finally meet that, that lost loved one. So you're filled with this light of joy and um, anticipation to be reconnected reconnected in a new space, in new space and time. So this variation of Lit, number nine, goes well with Rebecca's work, um, with her lighting sculptures, the motion of the, of the dancers really triggered new sounds, new light pathways for the dancers to travel through. 
um, and it ties in well with this migration piece that we've been performing um, throughout the city this summer. I'm excited to see this new universe that Rebecca has created for, for us to reveal our story in another iteration. Um, it's the Creative Loafing Best of Party. It's September 25th in the evening. The Cylinder, the Goat Farm Arts Center podcast. So um, if you want to see where did it go, here is the Blinky Code, which I named Blink-182. Nice. So just into the USB, into the Arduino. So I have put this, loaded this basic code, and the way I loaded the code is you can type in here. So this is where you write it, or if you're me, you're copy and paste, and then change the thing.